got a special speaker that is here to minister the word of the Lord. Brother Kirk is the pastor of Greater Life in Columbia Heights. Uh, that's where the palm trees fly in southern Minnesota. We're way up north here. But um, uh, he and his wife and his family are with us for this weekend. He's going to be ministering in the service this morning as well as tonight. His, his wife is a church planter's daughter. Spent many years in Park Rapids, and, and both of them, as they were newlyweds, were in Bemidji for a number of years. So they've got a natural affinity and a love for the Northland and for the country. And uh, so we are so glad they are here today, and I am really with expectation. I'm knowing that God's going to talk to us today. So why don't we give him a great big Grand Rapids River of Life welcome. Amen. Let's clap our hands to the Lord this morning. Come on, church. Let's clap our hands to the Lord this morning. Thank you, Jesus. For without you, Lord, none of this, none of this, Lord, matters. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord, everyone else. <laughs> Amen. And we are honored and privileged to be with you here this morning. I don't just say that. I mean it. Thank you so much for this very, the very warm welcome and the invitation to be here. Truly, we, we do love the North. We do love the North. We, we love it. It's a special place in our hearts. And we're just waiting for the Lord to, no, I'm just teasing. We're waiting for the Lord to just say, come on up. No, I'm just, we're, we're very blessed to be able to pastor where we're at. And the Lord has been good to us. And the harvest is, is plenteous down there. And so I send you greetings from Greater Life. Um, as you're maybe grabbing your Bibles and turning your Bibles with me to the book of 1 Kings chapter 17, I just want to make sure that I do give honor to this great, great church and your leadership and pastor and his family. Um, so, so grateful to Brother Lichtel and uh, his ministry and blessing in my life and grateful for all of the leadership and the hospitality and the staff that have made us feel very welcome. I um, want to give honor to Brother, Brother and Sister Merrick as well um, and the impact that they've made in our lives, things that we know and the many things that we don't even know about. And we're grateful for that. And, of course, again, just can't say enough about how much we do appreciate Brother and Sister Lichtel. They are um, impactful, visionary, and great men, a man and woman of God, a great, wonderful family. So um, the church is blessed. We are blessed. Amen. God is good. Amen. All the time. God is good. All right, we know that one. Okay, good. Just <laughs> good. I'll, I'm just checking, just testing the waters a little bit. You have to forgive me. I'm a pastor. I'm not an evangelist. I don't preach out much, so I just kind of try. I'm just going to make myself, Brother Lichtel said to make myself at home. So you have him to blame for all that. Like, I just, I'm not, that's not my responsibility. I'm just going to. But I'm not your pastor, so if I say anything that is in conflict or contradiction to what he says, he's going to fix it all, and, and he doesn't need to be kept busy by fixing all my mistakes, but, uh, so just give me a little grace, and <laughs> amen. All right, 1 Kings chapter 17, and then I'm also going to read an, a little bit here um, after you're seated in um, Deuteronomy chapter 34. But 1 Kings chapter 17, I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version, but it, um, this is, a, I think, a very powerful story, and we're going to kind of bring this story out a little bit here this morning, help us maybe uh, see and understand maybe how this can relate to us where we're at right now. First Kings 17, beginning verse 1, in Elijah the Tishbite. Now, Elijah, I'm, I'm just going to insert one or two things along the way here. Elijah had a very profound and potent ministry. 
And this is his introduction, just out of the blue. Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide in the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. And it will be that you shall drink from that brook, and I have commanded that the ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and stayed at the brook Cherith, which flowed into the Jordan. And the, river, the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up, because there had been no rain in the land. We're going to go through the rest of the story here in a little bit. And I'll just maybe introduce this, the rest of the story with this very next verse. And it says, Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. And the events that transpire in these next several verses, which we're going to go through here in a little bit this morning, and hopefully in a short time, <laughs> in Jesus' name. <laughs> but, but the events that transpire speak to what I'm going to preach on this morning, and I hope that we can maybe receive together if the Lord is with us here today, is this simple subject, revival or survival? Revival or survival? I feel like I might be pandering to your pastor <laughs> by talking about revival, but the Lord just really laid this on my heart. And, as, and I'm not your pastor, but I am a pastor, and this is what I feel for our, just, just where we're at right now. Do we want revival, or are we content with survival? I want revival. Nothing, I want revival in Jesus' name. Let's lift our hands here this morning. Heavenly Father, we love you today, God. We want, we want, we desire, Lord, more than anything else, Jesus. We want your will to be done, your kingdom to come here on earth as it is in heaven. Here in us, O oh God, as it is in heaven. And we are earthen vessels, O oh Lord, that you have put your spirit inside. So your kingdom come, your will be done here in this earthen vessel as it is in heaven. God, as we extend and we want, Lord, more than anything, else in this fallen world we want revival we want things to be brought back to life we want dry bones to live again Jesus we want to see it happen so God place it in our hearts and open our ears and our minds and, and and anoint this vessel and these lips of clay to just present your word all flame no smoke according to your plan in Jesus name in Jesus name amen before you're seated turn to somebody and ask them revival or survival amen Amen. God bless you this morning. Now, I understand that I am in an apostolic church, so I understand that if we ask that question, what do we want, revival or survival? We're going to say revival, and just, and it's just like, okay, that's it, altar call, let's go. If the musicians can, you know, something... I, I often ask, at our, at, in Columbia Heights, I often ask for the musicians to bail me out when I dig myself too deep. So if we get to that point, Sister Lichtel, just you just, you know, take the wheel, and, and I'll just, <laughs> and we'll just go from there. 
Amen. But I, I love the story of Elijah. Elijah is always a, a, an individual in the scriptures that just intrigues me because he's just so bold, so forward, and so effective and powerful in what the Lord has and has him do. And what we find here at the very beginning of the story is we find that Elijah is in a place where he uh, he's told by the Lord to speak these words to Ahab the king and to say, there's not going to be any rain for three years, there's three and a half years, there's not going to be any rain. No rain. No rain to come. Well, I just want to maybe bring our attention real quickly to 